Welcome to Insights with Dr. Brenda K. Cadell, author, speaker, recording artist, and first lady at Calvary Christian Center, Sacramento, California. Out of the, what's going on in the world today is behind people being self-centered. It's about all about them. So we know in 2 Timothy 3, 2 Timothy 3, y'all know, <clears throat> anyway, around Calvary, you got to have your word, which do your Bible, your iPhone, your iPad, you know, whichever way, but, uh, or you can just take notes, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through uh, 5, real quickly, and I am, ooh, timing myself, let me see, okay, all right, so uh, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5 says, this know also that in the last days, whoo, Last days. I know we've been hearing that a long, long time. You know, mama used to say it. Big mama used to say it. <laughs> we're, but we're still in the last days. This uh, know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, meaning lacking self-constraint, lacking self-control, fierce, uh, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. In these last days, we have to turn away from all those things. That is not us. We are not selfish. It's not all about us. We are very thankful Matter of fact, the more thankful we are, even going through the different things, we stay thankful. You heard Yolanda sharing her testimony. She was thankful through it. She knew what the word says. She knew she wasn't, you know, she was going to get through it. And I was sharing with some mothers that are fighting the good fight. You know, this too is going to pass and you're going to have a victory in your triumph. So stay thankful and, uh, you know, no become false accusers and, there's the last days, there's just despisers of those who are doing good. You know, you would think people would love you for doing good, but your good to them is maybe not good. So it's just different things that we deal with in life. But we as God's people, we're not, it's not about us, it's about him. And uh, you say, well, wow, when is it going to be about me? It's supposed to be these ladies. <laughs> you know, we got, we got so much we have to do. So many people leaning on us, the kids leaning on us, the men leaning on us. Everybody won't, you know, some of us, you know, but if you let God show you what his plan is for your life and you get you out of the way, you know, the hurts, you know, when you say it hurts me. Well, see, that's me. It's me. Well, we're going to put on that shield of faith so we can quench every fiery dart. And I'm not being insensitive, ladies. I'm just trying to help you be victorious and courageous because, you know, Joshua said be strong and very courageous. Uh, I would love to say, you know, just pat you on your back and say, you know, I, I feel you and, you know, but, and I do feel you and mama been through a few changes. I've been through some stuff, but I thank you. Thank God that I knew what his word says. So also over in Philippians two and four, Philippians two and four, and I'm reading out of the Eastern standard version. And it says Philippians two and four. And I'm believing you guys are going to hold on to this because this pulling this Zoom meeting together is not just to say I, so I can look at all y'all, even though I do want to see you. And I just love you so much. And you're just so beautiful to me from all over. Oh, my God. It just blesses my soul. It's not just for that. But I believe God is speaking to you 
to keep you encouraged, keep you on track, keep you on the right, putting your priorities, keeping them in the right place. So here in Philippians 2 and 4, it says, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. You know, again, when you kind of get your mind off of you and working towards others, God knows how to take care of you. I know it for a fact. I know God is faithful in that way. And I know you do too. And I'm not talking to ladies that don't know the word. I'm talking to ladies that need to be reminded every once in a while that, you know what, to be victorious and courageous in this life, you will need to let look to the other interests for the others. That each of you look not only to your own interests, you know, what about me? You know, Joyce Myers always say, what about me? What about me? You know, and uh, we have that kind of thing. And but God knows how to take care of you, but also to the interests of others. So selfishness is what often destroys homes, whether you're a single parent, whether you're a married woman, whether you're, you know, whatever your, your life is. Selfishness is what often destroys homes. And I need you to hear because we don't want the enemy getting in, in, in any way in your lives. Uh, what selfishness does, it eats from the inside out. Why? Because you're saying what they did to me. I didn't deserve that. That's not fair. When is anybody going to pay attention to what I need? So you need to get out of that and know that God knows what you need and um, not, not be concerned because it's eating you from the inside. The devil wants to take women out. He wants to destroy women. He wants you to to allow different things to affect uh, your physical health and your, your love for him, for allowing him to be who he is. So he wants to, you know, because these kind of things from the inside, you know, we can't see it when you come to church. Of course, we ain't been to church. You know, we ain't been seeing some of y'all anyway. So I'm just saying uh, the best we can, when we do get to see each other, we don't know what's going on the inside. You know what's going on the inside. And that's why I'm talking to you because you're not, you know, we know all the right ways to talk and we know praise the lord and i'm blessed and highly favored and yes we are but if something's on the inside y'all not telling everybody what's on the inside so i need to get on the inside you know they gave me this kind of reputation they said sister Godot, you know some people when they preach they kind of preach you know in the middle of the floor but sister Godot, is it's like a toothpick and she gets into the corners and she gets in the corner she cleans out them little cracks that you think you get in the way with so I just want to help you to understand. No, I don't want the enemy being able to hurt you from the inside out because we can't see it. But the, but the enemy, no, he got a little button he can push to get you off of what God has for you. So you're going to win in these battles. You're going to be victorious and you're going to be courageous and you're going to speak the word of God and you're going to do the word of God. And you're going to be thinking about more of others than yourself. And this is what's so big about serving God. It's like, wow, but he's our example. And, you know, he took, he took so much for us so that we can have the strength to be able to help others. And as Margie was sharing and all those testimonies, uh, different ones that we're sharing, it is so, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it's such a blessing to be able to be a blessing. That's when you feel good. You feel good when you're being a blessing to other people. Yes, you love things to come back to you, but it is nothing like being able to help other people. So get your mind off of yourself, what you haven't received yet, what doesn't seem fair, and just keep pouring out 
the beautiful women that you are pour out of what God has given you and let him just continually give to you so you can continually bless others. All right. And so uh, selfishness works from the inside out and we cannot grow with selfishness. Selfishness hampers our growth. We can't grow with selfishness in the way. So grow toward God and then grow towards your family, grow towards your business, go towards your career. And, and James 1.14, James 1.14 in the Amplified Classic, it says, James 1.14 in the Amplified Classic says, but every person is tempted when he's drawn away or enticed and baited by his own evil desires or lust and passion. So a lot of times we hear that and we're always thinking about sex and things on that line. But every woman is tempted when she's drawn away by what about me? And nobody cares about me. And they, they walk right over me. And it was my turn for the, for the um, promotion of things on that line. So all the different things that we as ladies deal with. Uh, but you're drawn away by your own desires, my own desires. See, I'm hitting on my, my, my desire. I'm, I'm pulled away now because they didn't do this because I have a desire to achieve in this area. I have a desire to sing. I have a desire to do this or I have a desire to do that. Thank God for your desire. But first of all, it should be desire. Lord, I want to be what you want me to be. And I want to be available and I want to be that woman that you can be pleased with in my life. So when that time comes for me to step into it, I'm going to be, they're going to see the glory of you in my life. So don't let, don't be tempted. Don't let the enemy tempt you to go contrary to the plan of God by you being drawn away through your own lust. That's what gets you in trouble because it's about you. Okay. So self-centeredness is rooted in one's fleshly desires. So please uh, please self more than God. You're trying to please self more than God. So your self-centered is rooted in your fleshy desire just to please yourself more than God. And again, ladies, hear my heart. I love you. God loves you more than I do. Can you believe that? So he wants great things for you, but he's trying to tell us all. This is the last days. In the last days, we're just, we're all, you know, a lot of people are all about themselves. And so we have to show the difference. You know, the vision or the mission at Calvary is Winning souls, changing lives, helping people, even in the, the pandemic and all that's going on, the racial up, up, upheaval, we're going to keep on winning souls, changing lives, helping people. I mean, that, and when we're helping people, it just does something for us. And as dark as it is, this is the time that the light will shine even brighter. So let the Lord use you. Just uh, don't allow self-centeredness to get in the way in any area of your life. It's just you look more beautiful when you're just joyful, joyfully giving out. So, again, we kind of gave you uh, those that receive my scriptures. Find somebody in trouble and and uh, that need help. If you're going through it, how do you break the power of selfishness? How do you break it? You know, you say, this is good. I just got it. I mean, all I'm thinking about is wake up in the morning, think about myself. But it's causing you to have some depression. It's causing you to have oppression. It's causing you to, to feel bad. Well, now you need to break that because that's not of God. So how do I break it? By finding somebody else in trouble. Finding someone else that needs help. Okay? And there's, there's others that are going through things much worse than you are. So you need to allow God to use you. So first, um, in Romans 15, 
Romans 15, 1 through 3. And again, I just love you guys. Love you for tuning in. Pray that this is helping you. And if it, uh, it is helping you, because that's what the Lord gave us to share with you. So uh, just so glad you're here. And I pray that you allow it to have root in your life so that you can just be fulfilled, victorious, courageous women. Romans 15, 1 through 3 says, we who are strong, you say, Sister Godot, I didn't call you here. I didn't come to the Zoom meeting because I was strong. I called with Cain because I need some help myself. <laughs> and I realize we all need help. But we're strong in different areas. All of us have different strengths, different, different areas in our lives. So we then, uh, we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for good to build him up. For Christ did not please himself. And this is what I'm getting at. He is our example. For Christ did not please himself. This is in the Eastern Standard Version. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. So he took on him the things that we should have been taken and so we that are strong we ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves um and i and i and i i realized you know when you hear the different challenges that people are going through that go back to many many years i mean we could all dwell on what we've been through and and things that have not been fair in our lives but we have to, if you're going through that, how many other people are dealing with it? And then you have the word of God, then you use the word of God to pull yourself up. Because again, I'm reminding you, these are not things that you don't already know. These are things that you know. Now I'm, gonna, I'm adding to what you know so that you can not only pull yourself up, but you can help pull somebody else up. And that you can speak truth, you know, speak the truth in love and help people. We that are strong can bear the infirmities of the weak. Weak being, they may not know what the word has to say. You may know what the word has to say, but you just don't feel like doing it today. Uh-oh. But you're going to do it. <laughs> and, and you're going to do it and you're going to get the benefits because you are victorious and uh, courageous. Okay, so you are the oil for somebody's pain. You are the oil for somebody's womb. You're the oil. You know, it could be your companion. It could be your children. You know, and they're cutting up and they're acting up and you're just like, you know what? They grown now. Let them, let them, you know, they made their bed. Let them live in it. You know, you are still the oil for somebody's womb. You know, when they're cutting up, they still need help. And you need to stay in the position where that you can still minister. And again, by you giving out, you are acting like God. So you are the oil for somebody's womb. You are a seed. So you're caring. So you're caring. So the care that you have, let them feel the care. And I know it. I know. And some people, you don't feel like it. That's why I'm talking to you. <laughs> That's what the Lord said. Tap, tap, tap. Get to pull them all together. All the way from all kind of the East Coast, the West Coast, South, South California, Fresno, everywhere. All them Nevada folks, the Texas people. Anyway, listen up. You are the oil for somebody's womb. You are the seed. So you're caring. What you, what you make happen for others, God makes happen for you. 
what you make happen for others, God make happen for you. So right now you may not feel that I'm, I'm okay. I just want them to leave me alone. I just want them out of my, you know, out of my space, but you don't know what your future holds. You just want to be where God wants you to be so that you can lay right kind of seeds so that you can have a right kind of harvest, just continually coming in your life. Keep pouring oil into the wombs of different ones uh, and it'll come back to you. Okay. God will make it happen for you. As women, you can help others by coming alongside and helping them navigate through the difficult waters. Right now, ladies, I mean... There's some difficult waters that we're living in right now. And they need to be able to hear from you what the word of God has to say. They need you to be able to, as Margie's group kind of got together and they just, you know, just having the prayer lines and praying for each other, just grab and see things that we take for granted many times, you know, just you showing that you care. You know, I know we got to be careful with the touching right now. So it's just a way that you would let them know. Can we pray for you? If I can touch your shoulder, if I can touch your elbow, whatever way that, you know, the Lord brings us together, you care about them and you pour into them and you pray for them. You pray for people. Let them know I'm praying for you. And then don't just say you're praying, pray, pray and watch God come through in a powerful way. So you as women and we as women can help others by coming alongside and helping them through this dangerous waters, these difficult waters. Right now, we got to help people to know how to walk in love. We got to help people know how to not just say everything that want to come out of their mouth. We got to help people to, to have their heart pure. They feel with the word of God and come alongside of them to help remind them, wait a minute, what did you just say? <laughs> you know, okay, so, you know, is that what Jesus said? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm still the way. I don't care what's going on in 2020. Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. So we got to do it his way. So self-centeredness, whether you believe it or not, self-centeredness is sin. Uh, self-centeredness is a sin because it leads to being devoted to self-gratification and overlooking other people's needs. So in 1 Corinthians 10, 24, the Eastern Standard Version, 1 Corinthians 10, 24. It says, let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. I'm giving you scriptures. This is not something I'm just making up to make your day. It's like, she got me up early in the morning to beat me up with, you know, <laughs> talking about me. And somebody did tell me one time, it's like, I don't know if I want to go to church no more. Every time I go there, it's always telling me something to do or telling me or or, or telling me where I'm wrong. Well, that's what you want. I don't know about you. I want to be pleasing to the Lord. I want to get whatever is not right out. So all these scriptures, you guys, I ain't, I, you know, these are in the word. So first Corinthians 10, 24, let no one seek his own good. So I'm trying to help you. Some of you that are really burdened down with things that just haven't changed in your life and things that just don't seem like it's working out things that just don't seem fair. But I want you to get your mind off of you and get your mind up onto what God would have for you to do and trust him. Trust him that he loves you and his plan for you is good. His plan for you is powerful. So you got to break this selfishness by helping other people. And you say, Sister Godot, who told you I was selfish? You know, I never been told I was selfish. All of us was born in, in this world selfish. You know, all of us 
have a little little bit that is still trying to hang on. You know, we were babies, all we did was cry. We wanted that bottle. We wanted to be fed. We wanted our diapers changed. We wanted that poop off of us. You know, we wanted, we needed certain things. And so even though now we're called to be caregivers, we're the ones that are taking care of so many different things. So you kind of wonder, what about me? But no, God cares about you. That's why I'm giving you these scriptures so that you can have your heart pure and know that I am going to thank God for the ability to take what he's given me on this earth and use it. And I'm telling you, he brings happiness to you as you share with others. So let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Selfishness is the opposite of love, which gives and makes others happy. Love gives and makes others happy. How many know when we receive love, it it makes us happy. And uh, so with us giving love, it makes others happy by doing so. Stinginess, on the other hand, makes us trespass against love. Stinginess is holding back what you have, holding back. You know, I have to, you know, trust God in different areas because sometimes I want to hold back because I just figure, you know, nobody wants this or I don't, I'm not good enough or whatever. But no, if God tells you to do something, don't give what he tells you to give. It's not always money. It's giving of yourself, giving of your time, giving of of the, the experiences, your testimony. So selfishness is the opposite of love, which gives and makes others happy by doing so. Stinginess makes us trespass against love And love is that character of the divine. Mm, Nothing like some beautiful women that got love on them, that that love. Love looks so good on you. Selfishness, bitterness, getting back, don't look pretty on you. (laughs) Might feel good at the moment, but you don't feel good afterwards because as Noel was talking about, when you have the Holy Spirit in your life, you're not going to feel good after you get to telling person what you know they should have. Somebody should have told them a long time ago. But God wants us to care about them and help them. So that divine love makes life on earth paradise. His divine love. This is what I want to make sure that all of you beautiful ladies from all over get this. Make sure that this divine love, because this perfect love, the scripture says, casts out all fear all worry and God is love. So, and then on a woman, I'm just telling you, I've got 66, 67 years in this game. Okay. So I know what God can do in a life. And uh, when you love beautiful things come around you, it's, it's around you and it's about you and it's for you. And it brings, um, it makes life is like makes earth paradise. So, I know we're going through some things. You say, how can we have paradise? God will take you even in the midst of what's going on and use you. See, I want to help people right now. I want to help people that are hurting right now. I want to, I want to help those that are hungry. I want to help those that are going through it to understand how these different things. I wish I could stop some of the evil, but we're in this world and it's evil in this world. God never planned for this evil to be in the world the way it is. So I can't stop everything that's going on. But what I can do is what I can do. And what I can do is love those that are around me. And, you know, those are the ones you want to get rid of. (laughs) Those are the ones you want to like, can I find somebody else that I can pour this love into? No, these are the ones that God has put in your life and you're going to trust him. So I'm going to get to that scripture. Um, let us declare war on the selfishness in our hearts. In Luke 12, uh, 15, 
it in the New Living Translation. Then he said, beware, guard against any kind of greed. Life is not measured by its own, by how much you own. Life is not measured by what you own. So let's not worry about things, you guys. Just let's, let's give God praise for, for uh, uh, a mind to live for him, the life that we can share in him. The, the, I, I just get excited about opening up the word and how the word feeds my spirit and the joy that it, it puts on the inside of me and being able to be helping others. Just talking to my daughter, Naomi, you know, different ways that we can just you know, using different foundations, using different things that God has given us opportunities to just pour into people, just to, to build into their lives. And right now there's different ones that, that things that we can do and we get ourselves, our mind off of us and be, be able to bless other people is, is what we want to do. And you just do it a little bit at a time. You know, you say, well, I don't have the millions. When I have a million, then that's what I'm going to do. You don't have to have a million. You got to start where you are. <laughs> Start where you are, then God will continually bless you to have more to be a blessing to others. So, uh, almost finished. So we don't want to use excuses. Uh, excuses make uh, never make excuses. Just make adjustments, you guys. You say, "Well, I, you know, I can't do that because of this, because of that." No, you can obey God. So excuses are the nails that build the house of failure. Excuses are the nails that build the house of failure. None of us are, we come into this life, God didn't bring us here to fail. So we got to get the excuses out of the way. Whatever he's called us to do, he's qualified us to do it. And we want to do it with joy. And the way that we can get out of selfishness is to be a blessing to others. So excuses will keep you from being a channel of blessings and a vehicle for miracles. Excuses will keep you from being a channel of blessings and a vehicle for miracles in other people's lives. Other people's lives. Jesus wasn't caring so much. He was very lowly. He had a very lowly spirit. And uh, he teaches us how to love in 1 Corinthians 13. Don't even know when somebody hurts you. I know we have to read that quite a bit, quite often, because love never fails, you guys. Love never fails. And it helps us to get past excuses and to help us to live that life uh, of paradise here on earth. Uh, excuses hold you back from getting started. You, never, uh, you will never begin until you get rid of excuses. You'll never begin to get rid of excuses. They'll keep you from living. Uh, excuses will keep you living below God's greater blessings in your life. Okay, in Luke 17, 32 and 33 in the message bible luke 17 33 and this was talking about a woman in this so luke 17 33 in the message it says remember what happened to lot's wife <laughs> yeah i got y'all muted so i can't hear you saying mm, mm, mm. so remember what happened to lot's wife if you grasp and cling to life on your terms if you grasp and cling to life on your terms, you'll lose it. But if you let life go, you'll get life on God's terms. Why would he tell us that? Because you're trying to do something that he created you and he knows what you need more than you do. Let go. Remember that? Let go and let God. 
So it says, now, if you need some help, remember what happened to Lot's wife. Okay? And uh, don't try to do things on your terms. You'll lose it. But if you let that, that life go, you'll get life on God's terms. And how do I do that? It's just by hearing God, doing what God tells us, hearing the word of God from our men and women of God that are our teachers, picking up the Bible for ourselves, or just doing what we've already heard. Amen. So um, in the, in the uh, Passion Translation, it says, all of the same Luke 17, it says all who are obsessed with being sacred or secure, excuse me, all who are obsessed with being secure in life will lose it. You know, when you're always trying to fix things and trying to make people do things right, make people do what you think they should do for you or, or around you. All who are possessed with being secure in life will lose it, including lives. Some people have just, Checked out, including your own life. You just lost it. But those who let go of their lives and surrender them to me will discover. I love this part in the Passion Translation. It says they will discover true life. You think you got life, but he wants to give you true life. I, I didn't serve a God. I didn't give my life to Christ so that I could do things my way. I did it. I gave my life to him so that I could have the life a new life in him to be a new creature in Christ. So, um, <clears throat> so when your dreams are, are tied to helping others and making the world better, you will come into the days of God's favor and blessings. It will show you, uh, it will show on you for all to see. So when you, when your dreams are tied to helping others and making the world better, you will come into your days of God's favor and blessings and it will show on you and will be seen by all. And, uh, and it's on you, beautiful women of God. So uh, let's, let's walk in it. Okay. Just, uh, oh, ooh, okay. All right. All right. Right. So my last scripture is uh, Galatians two. So give yourself away, ladies, give yourself away. Uh, so that God can use you. We used to sing the song, use me, Lord, in the building of your kingdom. I'll go all the way. Then when somebody started using you, you said, Lord, they're using me. They're taking advantage of me. They're pulling on me. That ain't right. They ain't paying me. No, use me. Use me, Lord. Let me, let me be. Uh-oh, there's my timer. Okay, so Galatians 2.20, New Living Translation. Galatians 2.20, it says, in the New Living Translation, it says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Christ lives in me. It's no longer I. And I'm telling you, you look more beautiful when you let Christ live in you. And he's showing you how. Holy Spirit will show you. He'll guide you. So it says, then it goes on and says, so I live in the earthly. I live in this earthly body. How? By trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So one of the translations says, I live by faith of the Son of God. So we walk by faith, not by sight. That's how we can not be self-centered in this life. That's the way we can have victorious and courageous lives 
as women of God and be the beautiful gifts that God has made you to be. Amen. 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 So uh, if anyone has not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I know we invited everybody, everybody that would want to be a part. I recognize most of you, but I'm telling you, uh, serving God pays off. There's many, many benefits uh, in, in giving your life to him. You say, well, I'm a good person. I don't do nothing you know, wrong. Well, it's something about you saying, Lord Jesus, I need you. And um, we, you have to uh, call upon the name of the Lord, the scripture says, and you shall be saved. So if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is a great time for you to yield yourself to him. Just let our, our uh, host know. Just uh, tap in there. Give us some information. We want to follow up on you and just uh, pray the, the blessings of God on your life as you yield yourself to him. Okay, so you just pray a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open the door of my heart and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins and, uh, and use me. Let me be the instrument, the woman that you've called for me to be. And then let him take it from there. That's what we're teaching you right now. Let's just let go. Give your life to him. You give it to him. Now follow. Follow his direction. Follow his plan for your life. And we'll gladly walk you through that plan. All right, so I'm just looking at all you gorgeous ladies. I'm telling you, we're excited. Get on the list and stay connected for more at drbrenda.org.